This is the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich. Make yourself comfortable and fasten your seatbelt. Tom and his guests are about to share powerful stories, trade business building insights, and have a few laughs. Tom created this podcast to help you captivate prospects and inspire them to act so you can get more clients quickly and easily. That's what powerful storytelling is all about. That's what this podcast is all about. So let's get this party started. Here's your host, Tom Ruich. Hello and welcome to the Story Power Marketing Show. My name is Tom Ruich and today's episode is called Why Consistency Wins. My guest today is Edward Sturm. Edward is a viral marketer and entrepreneur who's, who consistently posts great content across many channels, YouTube, Twitter, podcasting, and most recently, TikTok. He's earned more than 300 million views with viral videos and images. And these days, he believes TikTok is the craziest and best marketing hack in the galaxy. Edward Sturm, welcome to the Story Power Marketing Show. Um, thank you. That was an amazing intro. Incredible energy. I, I hope I can match that. Well, we'll we'll give it our best shot. It's it's the afternoon. You're in Brooklyn, New York Brooklyn, City. I just had a huge lunch. And so I, actually, there's no way that I'm going to be able to match that. <laughs> well, if you need to take a nap in the middle, I'll just, I'll just keep going and, and I'll wake you up when I have a question. But uh, <laughs> so um we named this episode Why Consistency Wins based on something I saw on your TikTok channel, your feed. Uh, you were talking about the fact that you have launched a new daily podcast. You were explaining what's going on with this daily podcast. And when you were explaining it, you were saying that, uh, here's the quote, I have this theory that people who are consistent over long periods of time win. I have this theory that people who are consistent over long periods of time win. Edward, talk about that. What do yeah. you mean by that? Um, you know, it's funny. We actually have a startup, which uh, we're still trying to get to product market fit with it. And it's called Commit Club. And it's about sticking with things. Mm -hmm. And um, my, like, there would be like, I have another startup called Reverb. We just put in paid tiers and now it's monetizing, but we could have given up on that because we started it years ago. For a while, mm -hmm. there wasn't traction. And I think most people give up on opportunities that otherwise would have been lucrative had they not given up on them so soon. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. genuinely believe that most, most things that people actually do, it, like, First of all, it's not the idea, it's the execution. That's one. Right. It's, it's not the idea, it's the execution, but it takes time to get the execution to be proper. And it takes time to unlock the opportunities in your niche by getting top of mind awareness, which takes vocality over a long period of time. I have an equation, which I write about and I talk about. The equation is a very simple equation, time plus vocality equals opportunity mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. vocality actually you could get lucky you could go viral immediately and get some crazy opportunity from that yep 
but most people don't get lucky. Most people don't go viral. And I don't think you should, even though like I would consider myself a viral marketer, I've had many viral videos. I think it's silly to count on going viral. Yeah. Count on, count on doing well consistently. Yeah. And, and doing that over a long period of time. And that, and then if you do that, you achieve what's called top of mind awareness. I'm sure you know what that is for anybody listening. That's, you know, you think of fast food and you think of McDonald's, you think of shoes and you think of nike it used to be yeah. that if you think of podcasts you would think of joe rogan which is why spotify acquired joe rogan's brand for 200 plus million dollars that's yep. top of mind awareness and you get there with consistency over time and that's when you get the crazy opportunities and it's pretty much impossible to fail if you do yeah. that it's actually like i think it is the tiktok is the greatest hack in business but actually no the greatest hack is consistency over time while being vocal. If you're not vocal, you don't get any of these benefits. If so, you're not so vocal, it, yeah. It doesn't it, matter. It, if you're not vocal, if you're in the if you're in a cave, like you could be coding in a cave for like 10 years working on a project. And if no one hears about it for those 10 years and then finally you launch it, you've been in stealth mode for 10 years, you're starting from scratch and you yep. wasted 10 years. But yep. but if you're vocal for 10 years, you get top of mind awareness, you get the opportunity. And yeah. so it's consistency over time, crazy opportunity. I'm doing that with a daily podcast, daily podcast. Nobody like me does it daily, doing it daily. And, uh, and I do TikToks, one to, four, one to four TikToks a day. I have a newsletter. Wow. This, you know what's happening? The food is giving me energy. This is great. Awesome. I have, awesome. I have, I have a, a, my output right now is so insane. Let me, yeah. let me, let me tell you, I'm enjoying this rant. My output is so insane. I put, I post a daily podcast. I put out one to four videos a day on TikTok. They come out everywhere else. IG Reels, Facebook Reels, YouTube Shorts. We'll talk about that. I have a weekly like viral marketing newsletter. Yep. I write articles and I go to networking events every day because I think meeting people is important. Yep. Like I think you can, especially in New York City, which is like a club for the most ambitious people in the world. And I, I don't know how much longer I'll stay here. I, I travel a lot. And so taking advantage of it. So my output is wild. Yeah. Right yeah. now. And, and, yeah. and you said it, you know, if you're not vocal, you're not going to be heard. You also said that, you know, it, I don't think you put it quite this way, but, but the quality of the content does matter. And the quality, the thing about it is that if you're consistent, the quality over time it gets improves. better and yes. better and better yes. and better. You know, I'm, I'm uh, steeped in the email game. I ran an email service provider for 19 years. I teach people how to create content and better emails, better posts, all that kind of stuff. And people will say to me, you know, how much is too much? Everybody's afraid that they're going to put too much content out there. And my answer is always, well, if you're dishing out the same old boring blah, 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 blah content that turns off prospects, they tune out, they move on. Well, it doesn't matter whether you're sending daily or weekly or monthly, uh, they're, they're going to tune out. But if you're, but if you are creating good content consistently, it's hard to send too much. That when I moved from monthly to weekly to twice weekly to thrice weekly to daily email, my response rates went up, my opt-in opt-out rates went down, my direct responses, people you know replying and contacting me went up, and sales went up. It's wow. that it's locality. It's be, pardon me. You were doing a daily email. 
Yeah, Monday through Friday email. Wow, yeah. what was it about? It it uh, it's or is it is, is it still know, is it still ongoing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get you on my list. It okay. it's it's uh, you know it, it, it I I want to say it's sort of like Seinfeld. It's about nothing and it's about everything. But really, what it's about are my prospects and my and my clients because what good storytelling what good content is all about is understanding the needs the desires the wants of your clients and your prospects and sharing stories anecdotes they're always story powered a little story about this or that ripped from the headlines ripped from my own slice of life that's something uh, that i think i could get better at is storytelling yeah. i think it's really important in marketing yeah. And that's like I, I, maybe one of the most important things in terms of like messaging in marketing yeah. is so diverse, but in terms of messaging, it's like the most important thing. And yeah, like because people lean in and, and they like storytellers, they they pay more attention. And if they see themselves in the stories that you're telling, then they're going to know, like, and trust right. you more. And they're right. going to say, you get me. And if they say you get me, then they want to know how you can help. And, and that's the power of it. So uh, talk a little bit about um, TikTok and, and how you got started with TikTok. And, and you say it's the greatest marketing hack in the galaxy. What are you doing on TikTok and, yeah, and why does it work so well? All right. So I, I, I kind of do this method. It's called the Content Inc. Method. I don't know if you've read the book Content Inc. by Joe Paluzzi. Mm -hmm. you, you know it? Yes. Yeah. Amazing yeah, book. Amazing book. So so, so content inc there's four variables that you need to that you need to understand um, to do the content inc method the first variable is your your niche the second is spin the third is platform the fourth is content type so for me my my niche i would say is technology technology mm -hmm. and business but like heavier on on technology mm -hmm. yeah I, I mean it's it's kind of a mix maybe yeah it's kind of a mix because i talk about marketing as well my spin is I am uh, I'm a viral marketer from New York City who's been a digital nomad for four years. And, you know, I've been on like the biggest TV shows in the world and done crazy stunts. And also like I'm a top performance marketer. I'm maybe the best. I don't know. I have a crazy story. Best like search engine optimization person in the world, probably. And I invented play to earn in crypto and ran the biggest blockchain meetup in the world. And um that's so that's my spin is like my unique take I, i'll be honest i think i could niche down a lot a lot better like i mm -hmm. think i could be a lot better at niching down and niching down is very important i i like for me i know that if i keep it fun for myself i'll be able to keep going for years and consistency for me that's the most important thing so i want to make it fun for me and that's come at the cost of like i guess niching a little bit mm-hmm but and and then okay so so that's niche and that's that's my spin and then the platform is TikTok and the content type is short form video. Mm -hmm. Now I say the platform is TikTok, but I have like a third party tool that makes it so whenever I, it's called reusevideo.com, and whenever I put up a video on TikTok, it comes out without the TikTok watermark on. IG Reels, Facebook Reels, YouTube Shorts, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and Twitter. All comes mm -hmm. out. So my brands are growing in all of those places. I make, I, I shoot and edit within the TikTok app. That takes me one to 30 minutes per video. I've had videos that I shot in under a minute, get millions of views. Mm -hmm. And and like, it, it's amazing. And 
my videos come out everywhere. And um, so that's why I think TikTok right now, like, and everybody has a story. Everyone has a story too. If you are a student, every day make a video about what you're learning. Spend 30 minutes on it. Just talk to the camera. You'll get better over time, but just do that. And then here's the thing. Here's like the funny thing about people. People view curious learners as experts. So if you talk about something that you're learning for six months to a year, after that amount of time, you'll be seen as an expert, even though you would think that you're a learner. And, yeah. and, and so, okay, if you're an employee, talk about, like, talk about what you're doing. If you can't talk about what you're doing, talk about what you're learning. Like if you're under NDA, talk about at least what you're learning. If you're an entrepreneur, like there's tons of interesting spins that people can do for their businesses. My friend, my friend, Alan, he has a startup that uses AI to teach people languages. I was telling him, do a TikTok where you, you teach a new word every day in a different language and then put it in a phrase and mm-hmm. get topical. So like when the submarine was trending, say like, here's how you say submarine in Japanese. And mm-hmm. here's how you say the submarine is in trouble in Japanese. Or like, yeah. actually I have a, a lot of like YouTube gamers subscribe to my email list because I rank number one on Google for like best games to play for YouTube. And I optimize that page to convert the people reading to my list. Like here's how to grow your YouTube gaming channel. And so mm-hmm. I, I said to them in my most recent newsletter, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> use like in uh, the new Legend of Zelda, you can craft things, you can put things together. So like make a submarine in the Tears of the Kingdom. And it was like, I made it. I made the submarine in the Tears of the Kingdom and, tr- and tried to give it a different outcome and like make it topical and make short form videos like that. Yep. Um, everyone has a story. Everyone has a spin. And uh, you can make your videos. And if you're shy, you can make your videos anonymously. Like you can still use your face or not. But I would suggest using your face to have a stronger brand. And your social circle will not see. Your friends will not see. They'll only see when, when you make a good enough piece of content that the algorithm gives it publicity. So mm-hmm. you can do this, like you don't have to see, have your friends and family see you messing around and learning this new tool and putting yourself out there. And they'll only see once something goes really viral. Right. And yeah. And so it, it's just, and everybody has a story. People yeah. think they don't, everyone has a story. Yeah. So for, for somebody who's listening to this and, and, and saying, sounds cool, I'm going to give it a try. What's the what's the first step? How do, how do they get started uh, with TikTok? And, and uh, what's the, what's the first thing they ought to do? Yeah, my, my journey. Okay. So um, I've been, people have been telling me for months that I should be on TikTok. I've been putting it off. And then I was in, I was living in Rome. I've been doing like, I guess, a digital nomad thing for the last four years, traveling all around for the last four years, living in different places. So I was living in Rome in October. And I met this guy and he had a bunch of friends who are big TikTokers. And he was telling me how like his friends will just put up, they'll spend, you know, 30 minutes on a video, 15 minutes on a video, and it'll get hundreds of thousands or millions of views. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, I thought it was that easy, but I wasn't sure. And you're saying it is. So like, I guess I'm going to, get, I guess I'm going to try it. Yeah. And um, so I opened a new account and i'm just like okay i'm gonna try to put out a video every day that's what i said and put out a video every day and my videos at first were so bad because i didn't know how to use tiktok uh i didn't know i didn't know how to do it and then um after like two weeks i kind of got more of a sense of what's possible Mm -hmm. and then i started a new account to promote my startups that account on tiktok is called build in public that's my current account 
and I started and I started that account and my videos were a lot better than they were when I started. But honestly, compared to the to how they are now, they were trash. Mm-hmm. And I think I'll look back at my videos now and say the same thing in six months. Mm-hmm. But but I'm like, OK, I, you know, I have this new account. I'm going to post a video every day for like 30 days and see what happens. After a day, I'm like, you know what, if I'm going to be putting this much effort into it, like if I'm going to be putting up a video every day, like maybe there's a way that I can have these videos come out everywhere else because I don't want to leave followers and subscribers on the table. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I searched of all places. I searched TikTok for TikTok is also a great search engine. So I right. searched TikTok and found this solution, reusevideo.com and signed up. And it then I created all these accounts on other uh don't, I'm, a, I'm, the, I'm their biggest affiliate. Don't say the real URL because I can see you're going to that. But it's a great, it's a great site. Okay, uh, so we're we're gonna we're gonna share the uh, your affiliate link in the show notes. I say so. Actually, let me tell you what I do. So first of all, yeah. I'm their biggest power user and their biggest affiliate. I made a video saying reusevideo.com, like explaining this tool and saying reusevideo.com. That video on TikTok, which took me 15 minutes to make got 1.8 million views on TikTok. Yeah. And then somebody ripped it off TikTok and put it into Instagram because it was just a genuinely entertaining video. So somebody rips that video off TikTok and puts it into Instagram, but I'm very smart. And so I like the act, actual affiliate links, they always have numbers appended to, to the URLs. You can't sure. say that on camera. Like no one's going to go and type that in. They're just exactly. going to go to the root domain. And yeah. so I take my URL and I, and then I, I mask it in this memorable domain, reusevideo.com, yeah. have that 301 redirect to, to my affiliate link. And yep. somewhat, and so this person rips my viral video off TikTok, but because I say it, because I've designed this so that it, it's something that I say and not something yeah. that I write, they don't, they can't change out the affiliate link and they don't. And so this, this video, and it was a big, it was a big IG account. And I think the video has like 1.2 million on Instagram because they ripped it because they just wanted entertaining content. And that got me more. That got Beautiful. me more affiliate commissions. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a great lesson uh, in and of itself. The yeah, idea that was a, of re- that's using one. using a memorable domain. People blow that all the time when they're a podcast guest or when they're uh, making videos. They share. Yeah, type in one, two, three, four, five, and here's my code. And, and, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And uh, um, so you're you're talking about getting these millions and millions of views, and and you talked about your background in SEO. I mean, how much? engineering, how much uh, audience building, how much um, optimizing do you have to do in order for people to find you when you put those videos up there on TikTok? None. Like, (laughs) um, actually, so you should just, you always use hashtags. I use four hashtags. I don't use more. I don't use less. I always use four Mm -hmm. hashtags. Use hashtags. um, But like my descriptions are like my titles for the video. It's a sentence long, mm-hmm. and then I put on, then I put in four hashtags, and, and you don't do have to do any engineering in terms of like, I mean, you want to have good content. So look, you're a content person, so you know sure. this. The hook, the hook has to be good, like so. So try to have a great hook, something that keeps people interested and intrigued for the first one to three seconds, mm-hmm. and then like a pro tip is like negative. Unfortunately, negative content hooks stronger than positive content. And so like mm-hmm. a negative hook hooks better than a positive hook. Right. And so, yeah. So try like, 
I can't believe they're not talking about this or like these investors are, are completely misguided because like stuff like that is like way better than this is the smartest move I've seen all week. Like, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and that's just the sad reality of human nature. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but in terms of like actual engineering, um, I'd like reusevideo.com is it's very simple to use, like really, really easy to use. And, uh, so actually very little engineering. It's really just, you gotta be persistent. So if you want to, if you want to do well, I I like uh, on day 85 of posting consistently on TikTok, I had, I think like 1000 under, under 1500 followers. Mm -hmm. And that was day 85 was when I discovered that negative hooks do better. Mm -hmm. And then by day 90, I think I had 8,000 followers. (laughs) <laughs> phenomenal yeah. yeah and 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 <clears throat> so followers great you can't you can't deposit followers in the bank what are the what are the calls to action that you're putting in your videos where are you driving people how are you monetizing all of this activity and all of this buzz that you're getting on on tiktok so I'm part of the content ink method is like build an audience and see what they want. Mm-hmm. And that's actually a lot of what I'm doing. Yeah. And I like, I'm growing my newsletter and I just started this daily podcast. And I, I don't think I would have felt confident starting this daily podcast had I not started these videos, mm-hmm. these videos, this is like, this is basically what, what happened. These videos caused me to, um, try to grow my so so all the videos come out automatically on a twitter that i set up it's the twitter is called show progress or or the yeah that's a handle it's at show progress so mm-hmm. all of my tiktok videos automatically come out on a twitter and yep. then i'm like and i i had this theory as well in december when all the advertisers were leaving twitter and elon musk was saying he was going to make the twitter ads product better i'm like i bet you in a couple of months it's going to be an arbitrage opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so a few months ago, I tried it and, and Elon put in a new type of ad called a follower ad where the call to action is followers. So you don't buy crap followers on third-party platforms anymore who, who are literally fake people who are like non-existent accounts. Now you have a follower ad where the call to action is a follow button. And these are real people. I DM them to make sure. So I tried this ad and my, like, my prediction about these ads being cheap was accurate. And for a dollar ad spend, I got 135,000 impressions and 41 followers. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'm growing in followers because I'm running these like pretty good ads to that Twitter and my videos come out automatically. And then I'm like, you know what? Whenever you do a Twitter space, it notifies everyone who follows you a lot more than like your typical content does. And I'm like, what Mm -hmm. if I, what if I do, what if I start a podcast, but it's as a Twitter space. And so I did that. And then I discovered I could buy ads for those spaces and off a dollar 64 ad spend, I got a thousand, over a thousand listeners to one of those spaces. Mm -hmm. And, and because my YouTube is slowly, but consistently growing, from these from these daily from these daily YouTube shorts, which originate on TikTok, I'm like, well, I have like very small audience on 
YouTube and I can have the podcast come out there as well. Mm-hmm. And I have a, like a decent audience on Instagram and I can promote the podcast on my Instagram and I'm at this newsletter and everything is growing from these TikToks. Yeah. And so like, I don't know, to be honest, how am I going to monetize it? This like, there's so many different ways. I actually just wrote an article, like the, the four levels of monetization. Mm-hmm. If this were, if life were Star Wars. And so like real, real fast, like you're a content person. So maybe you'll find right. this interesting. Like, okay. So level one is like Padawan, which is mm-hmm. you're just monetizing off of ad revenue. Your little, your little Annie, your little Anakin Skywalker on Tatooine, a little cute boy. And you're just monetizing off of ad revenue. If you have a lot of, a lot of followers or subs, subscribers, you can make a lot of money off that. But there's way more lucrative ways to monetize. Level two is, is so now you're like, now you're Anakin with the, he's grown up a little bit. He has, a, he has the, the thing hanging from the back of his hair. He's an apprentice. And, uh, and level two is, is sponsorships. So, and then most people stop at level two. They do ad revenue and sponsorships and they just stop at that. That's what most people do. Level three, now this is like Anakin when he, this is the next movie. He he doesn't have the the thing anymore. He's an adult. Padme finds him attractive. Mm -hmm. Princess Amidala finds him attractive. And, 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 uh, and that's affiliate. Kind of what I did. So I think that's the next level. That's like affiliate. And it's affiliate is great because you can find a product that has product market fit and that has like an affiliate program and you can pr- promote that and get commissions on those sales. And you don't have mm-hmm. to worry about the headaches that come with running a business. And, yep. and we both know there's a lot of headaches that come with running a business and yep. you can just, you can just make a product go viral and then, and then like off one video, get, you know, thousands of dollars every month. And it's yeah. like that. It is like, or, or however your content is. Um, and then the final level is, and this is now you're a Jedi. You're Luke because Anakin turns to the dark side, dark side. So you're Luke, you're Luke Skywalker. And it's having your own product. This is the hardest and the most lucrative one that you can do in terms of monetization. Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes with a lot of headaches. But, but also it's so much more lucrative than the rest. Because mm-hmm. if it's a software product, it can sell for 10 plus X multiples of, of annual recurring revenue. If, mm-hmm. if you're really on fire, you can sell for 35 times the annual recurring revenue. You can sell a software product for that. If, if right. it's CPG, like consumer packaged goods is a lot less. Consulting is a lot less, but they can still sell for multiples. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a lot harder because it's, it's, it's having a product. I think Mr. Beast, He's a true Jedi because he does everything. He yeah. has ad revenue. He, he has affiliate codes. You can see them in some of his videos. He does sponsorships. So that's three right there. And he has a CPG, CPG company. He has Feastables. He just opened a burger chain. Mm-hmm. And so he's doing everything and he's yeah. crushing. So he's like yeah. the perfect example. So you mentioned consulting and it's harder. Um, a lot of my followers, a lot of the listeners and watchers of this podcast are coaches, consultants, professional service providers, those sorts of folks. So for those listening who are in that line of business, what can you say to them about this strategy and, and the path to progress? Oh, I would tell them go on like if here. Yeah. Go on TikTok, make a video every day. 
and mm -hmm. um, just do that. Just say, I'm going to make a video every day for the next 30 days. Let's see what happens. You'll get a lot better. Shoot and edit everything within the TikTok app. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're already in on TikTok, and I'm, I'm sure there's a bunch of listeners who are, I am. I would almost guarantee that you are not doing what I described with reusevideo.com because most people don't know about it. I know plenty of TikTokers who have way more followers than I do. I only have 35,000 followers on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And I know, I know TikTokers have way more than me. And I show them this and they're like, wow, thank you. This is like the best thing in the world. And, mm -hmm. and no one, like not enough people know about it. That's why I, that's why I, I made videos about, about reusevideo.com because I'm like, I think this has product market fit. This is something that's so good if you are making, and you can do the same, you can do these same automations the other way around. IG Reels, everything else. YouTube Shorts, everything else. I think probably Twitter videos, everything. You can do it with every, the other way around. And so why but, do you start Why do you start with TikTok in your case? I personally start with TikTok because they, they make it really easy to, to shoot and edit and put out videos. Mm -hmm. it, their their in-app editor is just really seamless, really fast. Um, I also think TikTok is there. So TikTok is the biggest meritocracy in terms of good content, which mm -hmm. has some pros and cons. Uh, the cons is that your audience, your followers matter a lot less. Mm -hmm. Unless you're doing, actually, unless you're doing like TikTok live, unless you're doing like live streaming on TikTok. And I think that's, that can be, I haven't done that. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to start doing that now that I'm doing this daily podcast because you get a lot of retention and engagement mm -hmm. and, and TikTok suggests your, your live stream a lot, but um, yeah, like it doesn't community, your community, your followers matter way more on Instagram, for example, yep. than they do on TikTok. So, so Instagram is like way better for community building, but Hey, all of my videos come out on Instagram too. Mm -hmm. um, but the pro of this like merit meritocracy in terms of content on TikTok is that you can you can like f around and make like three or four videos in rapid succession, trying like little different things here and there, and the bad ones, the bad videos, people won't see, and the good ones can go really viral. So I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. This was this was only like a month or two after after ChatGPT came out, and one of my co-founders and I we said like like let's build something really fast with this API just for fun to test it. And so we made this website. It's called bestreasonswhy.com. It gives you reasonable reasons to do like literally anything. People write the craziest things and it, it would give you like three reasons why this is a good idea. And I made three videos about this in rapid succession. It took me, it took me under 75 minutes to make these three videos. Mm -hmm. The first video got like, like, I don't know, three or 4,000 views. The third video got maybe 5,000 views, but the second video, the one in the middle got 67,000 views. And off of those 67,000 views, we got 3,100 users in a day. That's mm -hmm. insane. If you're number one on Product Hunt, which is the number one place for launching a new technology product, you maybe will get 1,000 users from that. Mm -hmm. it, 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 like, but we got 3,100 in a day from this video and then con continued getting users for, for weeks after. So yeah, so, so and that's because it's a meritocracy. Yeah, it, it was because uh, I just put out videos in rapid succession. And and the one that was amazing did really well. I made the most viewed video in the world on the Silicon Valley bank collapse. And, awesome. and the, that what happened there is when the bank was collapsing, and it, when it was like really big trending news, 
I said, I'm going to go all in on content about the subject because people can't get enough of this. And so I was putting out like, like five videos each day about the Silicon Valley bank collapse. And I was trying everything. And a bunch of that, my videos did really well. I got hundreds of thousands on other ones because it was such a hot topic, but then one did really well. And yeah. yeah so, so when you say the most viewed video in the world on that topic, are you saying it was the most viewed video in the world on a particular day or the most viewed video about actually, that particular now, topic? Now it might be, now it might be like number two or three in the world, but uh -huh. at, like, um, for while, while, the bank while it was blowing up and then i think for the week after it was uh, no there were no videos that had as an, on, on on any platform youtube including that on that topic many, yeah, yeah on the silicon valley bank collapse or or silicon valley bank to be honest yeah. because silicon valley bank never got as much attention yeah, as yeah. It who's, did talk, it was, yeah. who's talking right. about the bank before it collapsed yeah so <laughs> right. yeah so well a lot of people because it was still a hot bank but it wasn't like you know yeah but um yeah so so for like a week after and then someone made a video that was more popular than mine sure sure but so let, uh, let me toss at you a couple of maybe not actually because my video was syndicated in so many places like people big accounts all over the place when you have a viral video big accounts all over the place will just rip your big video account. and yeah. and put it on different channels even if it comes out like my video came out on on ig reels but on my own IG, IG account, it didn't do that well. And then someone ripped it and it got millions of views on another IG account. So yeah. it, it could still be the number one in the world. I don't know. Okay, sorry, I interrupted. No, 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 no worries. Uh, I want to toss a couple of common objections that I know some of the people who are listening and, and uh, watching or thinking. It's, it's all over the place when you start talking about TikTok. One of them is, hey, you know, I'm a professional, I'm a B2B guy doing uh, um, consulting or coaching or professional service provider, or whatever it may be. And uh, my clients, my prospects aren't on TikTok. My kids are on TikTok. What? Uh, I mean, <laughs> well, okay, fine. Maybe, okay, maybe they're older, which means they're probably on Facebook. Well, mm -hmm. hey, guess what? All of my tick, all of my TikToks also come out on Facebook Reels. Right. I created a Facebook page because yeah. I'm like I don't want to leave followers and subscribers on the table. So yeah. all of my videos also come out on on F, uh, on FB Reels, on Facebook Reels, and IG yeah. Reels, and everywhere. And yeah. I guarantee you, there are more there there are more customers than you think on TikTok. Yeah, TikTok I think has a I, don't quote me on this, but I, I heard it was like a billion a, a billion users. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, TikTok is huge. And even if your kid, like, even if your kids are on it, or people who know you are on it, like, or sorry, people who know cus your customers are on it, or yep. or or who know, or, or even if your customers' kids are on it, like, that can still be lucrative. Yep. But I mean, just the fact that you can have your videos come out everywhere, it's like, come on, you you you're hitting like you're. It's one stone. And and so many birds. <laughs> yep. So yep. so that's what I would say to that. Yeah. No, I'm 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 with you on that. And and the other question, sort of the elephant in the room, is all this stuff we hear about the security concerns in China and so on and so forth. What's your take on that? I don't pay any attention to that. I, I don't pay any attention to that. Honestly, I don't care. I'm a creator. I want to yep. be where I want to. I want to create where people are going to see my creations. Yep. I my like my my 
biggest, like uh, what makes me most happy with business is having visibility to the things that I do and to yeah. the things that I make. And I was an early viral video producer on YouTube and it was great. And then I was in the shadows doing SEO, but I was still like, I was still using Google's algorithms to get visibility to like my things. And now I'm just fully. And then I, and then I started traveling through Europe and I was like, I was living in like in Eastern European countries and I didn't want people to know that I was like a wealthy American. And so Mm -hmm. I was completely anonymous on all social media and now I'm just like, F it. I'm going to fully put myself out there and, yeah. uh, and, and see what happens. Like may, probably too much, but I, I think, I think with like extreme transparency, people will really resonate with that and be interested. And, um, I want to share as much as I can share for as long as I can. Yeah. 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 And for, yeah. for, for, this business of of hooking up and getting your videos everywhere, reusing your videos everywhere. If you have an existing Facebook personal profile, a business page, uh, a YouTube uh, channel for your business, should you be hooking up those existing things when you set not up a, your? Not at first. I would say not yeah. at first because I think um, get like figure out like do it after maybe like two weeks of making of making videos because there's mm-hmm. a learning curve for every everybody yep maybe even maybe even do it after yeah do it do it after you do you know do it feels comfortable for you so here i actually I've, i'm like a great example so this is what happened um i started you know i had an existing instagram which i had yeah. had for years and i had like my my social group following that instagram that was like mm-hmm. edward Sturm. that was the Instagram that I created in, I don't know, 2015 or 14. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and then I had archived all of my photos because I wanted to be like this mysterious anonymous person on it. But, you know, I still used it for messaging and I was still connected with people who I was meeting because I would use it as a messenger. And um, I didn't post on it. I didn't post stories. I didn't post images. I had removed my images. But I wanted these TikToks to come out as IG reels because I didn't want to leave views on the table. So mm-hmm. I created a new tick. I created a new Instagram, mm-hmm. and all of the videos were coming out to that Instagram. Mm-hmm. And for the first couple of months, honestly, they were getting like zero views because mm-hmm. I had no existing audience on that Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then slowly, I get, I think also another reason I say to be consistent is I think social media algorithms really like seeing consistency. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that for years now, years and years. I've noticed that, and so after a couple of months the Instagram algorithm started giving me views. Mm-hmm. And then I started, I, I got, went like pretty viral and I would, and I went viral a few times and I thought my videos were like pretty good. And I'm like, you know what I want? I want to use this as my main Instagram. And so mm-hmm. then I announced that Instagram to my old Instagram. And I said mm-hmm. to like my like 250 or 300 people who were like, I had met in person who I knew who I knew IRL, like, hey, this is my new new Instagram, follow me on here. And then they follow me in there and they were seeing they see my content every day because I post right. videos every day. But I but I'm like, you know what? I've been making this stuff for months now. I think it's good enough. Yep. And so they see me there. And yep. um I think it's probably good that I did it, that I did it that way. Maybe I waited a bit too long to announce mm-hmm. it. Uh but you you could do it the way that I did it because mm-hmm. like there is a learning curve. 
Um, and, and what you could also do is like, I don't know, say you get audiences in two places is you can just have like, you can kill the new channel once you feel like your videos are good enough and have them go to your old channel. I think mm -hmm. it really depends. Um, I think it, I think it really depends. Yeah, I think it really, well, you could also, you don't have to make it so your videos come out every day on all the other channels, right. but you I would, I mean, yeah. Right. You could start with TikTok for a week or two, see how that goes. I would say, yeah. I, I would say do what you're comfortable with, but do it every day on TikTok. Yep. And then once you feel, cause I think what will happen, this is what happened with me is once you've done it for a couple of days in a row or a couple of weeks in a row, you'll, you'll be like, I think this is pretty good. I'm putting effort into this. I want this to appear in other places. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, yep. and then, and then you'll, then you'll set up the automations. Yep. So tell us about this uh, daily podcast you have and where people can go to, to find it. Yeah. So I, you know, I think, did I mention I, I recorded on Twitter space? Yeah, I did. I, I gave Twitter spaces. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, so it's, yep. it's, it broadcasts live on Twitter spaces. So people can yep. tune in, people can, can ask to speak uh, on it on my Twitter is at show progress, but it's also on, it's, it's every, I just set up. Oh, I wanted to ask you questions about that. I just set up, um, Libsyn. So I'm hosting on Libsyn. I don't know what mm -hmm. you use to host. And, uh, and so now it's everywhere. You, if you I literally, I literally spent all morning putting it up on like Spotify and Apple podcasts and all these places. So it's not like, I, it's not, I don't, it, I don't have a strong search pre presence with the algorithms of all these platforms. So you actually have to search. It's called the Edward show. So you actually have to search the Edward show, Edward Sturm to find it. And then and, and, and category podcast, you actually have to like click category because like, there's no, it, it's, it's brand new. Is This is like right. the way that algorithms work. If it, if it goes viral immediately, then like, then it'll show up one. Or if I just continue doing it for months, which I will, then it'll show yep. up one. Beautiful. But yeah. Yeah. That's how, that's Beautiful. how you find it. So what's tomorrow's topic? Well, actually that's going to be my topic today. And um, let me let me tell you, because I, I, I wrote it down this morning. I had like an interesting thing planned. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I go to these these tech networking events every night. I like to meet people. And I met this woman last night at this event. And I, I'm like, she, she's like, I have a she's like, I'm here. I have a startup because I want to meet investors. And one, first of all, like, don't be thirsty people don't want to talk to you if you're if you're that thirsty like just right. try to get to know people right um but but her problem was i'm like so what's what's your startup she's like well you know i'm patent pending and i can't tell you unless you're under nda i'm like do you have any traction she's like no but i'm patent pending and my the video the the sorry the podcast is going to be about um don't build in stealth mode build in public because everyone thinks that they have the next killer idea and everyone's going to steal it and they're all wrong they are always yeah. wrong you if yeah. you are building in stealth mode unless you like unless you have like some crazy crazy in which you probably and honestly you probably don't even if you think you do exactly like, build in public and because most people think their ideas are the best they learn they learn after months or years of building that it's that they're not and you could have saved yourself so much time and an effort and gotten market wisdom right away and also gotten like more users because you're building in public and people are following your journey that's yep. the topic that's the topic love it today. Yeah. love it and uh 
parting thoughts. What uh, what uh, can you share with our audience before we call it a day? Um, mm, I mean, I just love I, I love creating. For me, it's really fun. I guess yeah. this is what this is. Parting thoughts is back on the topic of consistency. Is what I chose to do is I do something that is fun for me because mm -hmm. that way I can do it every day for years. And like yeah. I said, I think the greatest hack in the world, greater than TikTok, is just consistency over time. Yeah. And you will not be able to be consistent for a long period of time if you don't find something fun. So yeah. and I think I think like find something you're passionate about is a huge platitude because people don't know why they recommend it. They recommend it because it sounds nice, but there is a logical reason why, why it should be recommended. And that yeah. is because if you are consistent and vocal for a long period of time, you will win. Yeah. That's my, that's my parting thoughts. I love it. I love it. Edward Sturm. Thank you very much. We're going to share in the show notes, all of the links, all of the places people can go for the video tool that you described for your, uh, for your daily podcast, for your TikTok channel everything. Uh, great having you on the show. Looking forward to continuing the conversation with you offline and uh, uh, really appreciate getting to know you and, and spending some time with you today. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, everybody for listening. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich. If you liked what you heard today, visit storypowermarketing.com resources, where you can sign up for Tom's entertaining, informative, must-read emails, download free business building resources, and discover other opportunities to help you harness the power of storytelling. That's storypowermarketing.com resources to help you captivate prospects, inspire them to act, and grow your business with greater ease and joy. Also, please remember to subscribe to the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich and review it on iTunes or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.